Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the podcast. <laughs> My you name is... Sound so perverse right there. I think that's the point. Do you want me to start again? I'll start again, don't I? Welcome to the podcast, pretty kiddies. <laughs> you might as well have said that. <laughs> <laughs> Hello there, children. <laughs> I sit uncomfortably. And we would, you like, again. would you like some sugar? <laughs> <laughs> would you like some sugar? <laughs> <laughs> that's staying in. That's staying in, I'm sorry. <laughs> Oh, Wayne. Um, well, welcome to the podcast, guys. <laughs> um, My headset is breaking. That's how creepy that was. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, oh, uh, we, we, are, we are the Beefy Sandwich crew. Um, <laughs> with me, as always, is, uh, is Wayne. Yo, what's up? And, and Tom. I am definitely here. He's definitely here. And today we have a, uh, a small announcement. We have a new member of the crew. Uh, Hello. His name is Mass. His uh, name is Mass. His, <laughs> his gamer tag is in fact Mass. Yes. Um, yeah. So look him up. Um, I know he's plain and simple. I keep it. I keep it plain and simple. Mass. Mass. Just nothing else to it. No sauce on the pasta here. Nope, no sauce. Oh, nope. pasta jokes because he's Italian. <laughs> oh God. Okay. And it begins oh, already. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, if if you've seen the video that we've had on YouTube. Of uh, me and Wayne and Trip, uh, Trip is mass. Uh, that was like that was his first uh, foray into the Beefy Sandwich crew. Yes, and uh, he shall be joining us. There are a few more videos with him in the pipelines already that are being edited. And uh, yes, so expect to hear more from him. Cool. Uh, I'm nodding my head. He's nodding his head. If, is there anything anything else you'd like to Empire. add? <laughs> um, no, thanks for having me. And um, yeah. Have, don't, don't say thanks until the end of the podcast. Oh, okay. oh, I'll wait till the end. <laughs> That's like the first, the first podcast we did. Uh, Tom was just like, "Oh, thank you and good night." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, uh, anything, anybody got anything interesting to say this week? I mean, we've obviously got our, our, our something big happened this week. I think we should we should crack straight on with our main yeah, topic. Uh, all right, and we're gonna we're gonna. I mean, obviously this week they announced that Steam were going into was going onto home consoles. Valve <gasps> a console. Oh my god! Oh god! Um, they they announced the Steam OS followed by the Steam uh, console followed by the uh, the controller itself, which was an interesting topic that we'll probably go onto at some point. But um, yeah, it's coming. It's coming everywhere. Um, but, yep. But um, I suppose we'll take it in, in sessions. I mean, the, the Steam OS was originally sort of the bigger picture thing, wasn't it? Really? Yeah. Yeah, basically. Um, I, was, I tried. I tried using bigger picture earlier while talking to Mass, and uh, it was okay. But um, it was really hard to join games. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like an underdeveloped new age Xbox dashboard. Yeah, sort of. Um, it's good. I I like its layout and stuff. I just hope it. Kind of they 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 because obviously they've announced it as a separate OS now, so hopefully they'll fine tune it quite heavily. I'm, I'm hoping so. What? Yeah, what? that's that's a good question. What's the question? The question was, is it going to catch on? Uh, it might catch on fire if it did on too long. Yeah, it could do the, the, the uh, beta testing for it when they send out the free ones. Yeah, um, I I I mean, Valve has quite a big following. A lot of people thought that Valve wasn't going to do when they released Steam, it was going to fail miserably. But, I mean, look what happened there. So, you know, we can, if, it's going to be interesting to see, I think. If anyone can do this, it's Valve. I have faith. Yeah, definitely. 
Yeah. They definitely need the company to uh, to get it done if they are going to do it. But just like we're, there's very little that we know about it still, and mm. I, I don't know. We, we just got to see what they what they come up with in the pipeline. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be interesting because I mean they're going to start sending out beta consoles before the end of the year, so yeah. there'll be videos appearing on on YouTube and things like that with them. I mean, I'd be I'd be interested to see like because. I don't I want to know if the console is just like a, a smaller PC, a console version of a PC, whether it's going to be like a bespoke system or what. I don't even know. Well, I think with the in regards to the OS, it's basically going to run Steam and possibly a couple of video streaming services like um, Netflix and stuff like that, because for some reason that seems to be really popular rather than buy DVDs on your and play them on your console, just rent them. Yeah. You know, like Xbox and I think PS3 already have that. Yeah. Um, um, so it's not going to be like vastly complex in terms of oh you can run a full OS, but considering it's running a like modified version of Linux or something, I assume people will probably be able to make it do normal things eventually. Yeah, they they've said that they're going to make it openly moddable, that they want people to see what they can do with it. I think they're going to look for diff- people to make different apps for it. That sort of thing. Yeah, interesting. I can see something like the Steam Workshop, like community-generated applications and things. Yeah, exactly. I can see that taking over because Steam have lately got quite a big focus on community-made things. With like, you know, you can sell your Dota two items and get a percentage of the profit, or in Scribble Notes, you can make loads of creations, all that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. I think if it's going to work, that's how it's going to work. They're going to rely on the uh, indie market um, more than anything else. Because I mean, it's Linux, and right now. How many Linux games are there on Steam? Well, he's compatible. Ah, I was exactly. Up, you know, you can check that one. But that's yeah, that's it though. Like there isn't many. No, there but is. um, there's there there's some there are a few, but there isn't many. And but the, the whole point of this, in in the the way I see it, is um, I know developers, uh, game developers in general, are getting a bit unhappy with the direction that my, uh, the Windows are taking. Sorry, Microsoft are taking. Uh, Windows into this sort of tablet form, hmm. uh, more or less. Like that's how it's going. Like Windows 8 is is more or less made for tablets. Yeah. Um, they've released ha- they've released laptops that can be used as tablets, um, and that's great and all. But it's not it's not good when it comes to gaming. It, it's making it more and more. It's making it harder to make games for them. So Steam or Valve uh, see this sort of opening in the market where they can just sort of still all game development into their own OS because it would be so much easier if they just only if if they just made games on this OS. Yeah. Um, just 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 for a quick reference, there are currently three hundred and seven games compatible with Linux on Steam. Yes. Yeah. yeah, and there's like what thousands of games available on Steam in general. Yeah. That's that's just under three times my library. Just under three times your library, yeah it's about yeah. Uh, about two and a half time, I think, on mine. Um, but like, I suppose they're gonna they're gonna ask a lot of people to try and make it compatible because, I mean, you've got all. The, I think I discussed it with one of you guys earlier. The, the Steam, they, they've they've got enough money that they can go to like Steam Greenlight people and like that and be like, look, if we gave you this amount of money, do you reckon you could make it compatible with Linux? You know? Yeah. Yeah. They won't even have to. They, I think, I think the market they will they will tweak the developers will tweak their products to to fit the OS because that's where the market's going to be for them. Yeah, exactly. I mean, there's a lot of people that are going to be Steambox. They're going to make things exclusively for the Steambox. I really think with the Steambox, it's going to be quite cheap to produce for at the moment because it's mainly PC games and they're not that hard to to make. 
Like, yeah. obviously, there's a lot of work that still goes into them, but it's probably a lot simpler than making something for, say, the Xbox or the PlayStation. You know, because yeah, I mean, yeah. you've got to make a whole new thing with a whole new system and all that. But like with the PC, the PC is this system that, whether or not we have new Windows set systems, that sort of thing, we're always going to have the same launchable. That they're going to have new disk readers that you can install yourself and that sort of thing. So there's always that. That a thing of modability, so it's, it's going to be a lot easier to to develop full blown games and then add things to it at the end. If that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, I just it's, I've, I've always I'm interested to see it. I mean, will you, any of you guys be interested in investing in one in the future or? Um, possibly. I think the thing is for me at the moment, I'm perfectly fine with Steam as is on my PC. Yeah. And I'd rather. Like, you know, for the longest time, there's been PC and console. That's how it is. Now there's mobile's kind of like a third option now, but yeah. I wouldn't say, as someone who games quite a lot, that I'd consider it as an option. So it's basically sort of, you've got console and then you've got PC, but now you've got Steambox, which is kind of in between. But at the moment, I know they haven't announced everything and I haven't sat down and played one, but it just seems like a go-between for people who don't have one or the other. But right now I have a PC. So yeah. I wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't personally be massively I, interested. I see it more as competition for consoles. Yeah. That's what I see it as, and it's competition good. is always good. But I say there's a, there's a lot of people that have turned around and said that this is not going to work. Steam are going to get outdone by Xbox and PlayStation. But you know what, right? I in my in my head, I'm sitting there thinking, Steam is Steam do with the, the console what they're doing with their their system at the moment, like with all their. The, the library and stuff like that, they, they they could well overtake them and go far, far away. They're, they, I mean, they, they're, they're de- always decently priced. They're always having sales, always having this. PlayStation and Xbox are going to have to step up quite heavily. Yeah. They? Also, they're still going to... Uh, consoles will still keep their high price point for release games. Exactly. Whereas PC, yeah. uh, they will obviously have the Steam sales and such because it'll be running on Steam. And also, PC games almost always about 10 to £15, pounds, maybe even more, Cheaper at launch, exactly. so a lot, of a lot, a lot more people will be like, "Oh, sweet, cheaper games, but a controller." But uh, you know, um, you know that the uh, the humble bundles are also some of them are Linux based things, and we use that quite a lot. A lot of the games that we have on our system that are um, from the humble bundle are Linux ready, so you can use them anyway. Yeah. So when you think about it, the, the price point of that also then drops like. 50-60% at a time, you know, if you want to play any other game, if you get the hum- if you have it in the Humble Bundle, it's, you've still got it on any other console. So it feels yeah. like, yeah, it still feels like you've, you know, the, 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 the price point and everything is really going to push the Xbox. They're going to have to start doing more sales and the PlayStation's, PlayStation Plus is going to have to step up. That sort of thing. There's going to be a lot of things that they're going to need to sort out before they can... Uh, yeah, really I mean, in theory, they could, in theory, they're going to just undercut the console. Yeah. Surely. They're going to uh, the middleman, really. Yeah, pretty much. And um, yeah, the consoles. I don't know what they're going to do if they're going to reduce their prices to um, to compete with uh, with Steam. If that's what they're going to do, because if Steam does branch out and opens up their system to the rest of the games that they have, the console is really going to um, struggle if if that's the case. Yeah. yeah. Right now, as it is, I mean, what uh, Linux has? What did you mention? You said three hundred games. Yeah, three hundred seven or something. That's not yeah. much competition. But if they're able to open that up to the rest of the rest of Steam, then there's a real potential to undercut the console itself. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm sure that most, if not all, Steam games will run on it because Linux is what they're basing the OS on, but it's also basically just Steam as the yeah. OS. So I'm assuming they will make a lot more than just the initial 300 games that are already Linux compatible, uh, sort of up and running as quickly as they can, if not at launch. 
do you, do well, you... Definitely the newer games, but I don't know if they'll be willing to update the older games. Mm. Um, I, I think they would, because in regards to their controller they announced, which we'll, we'll go on to after we finish talking about the OS, they've said they're going to basically modify pretty much as, as much of their library as they can. Like, really old games that never had controller support. They're going to basically trick it into thinking, oh, I'm playing with the keyboard and mouse, but you'll yeah. be able to assign buttons, which you is need to really cool. As well. You need to remember as well that it's not Linux. It's a Linux-based system. They're making yeah. their own system around Linux. Yeah, they can, what... They'll make it easily so that they can modify, if they do need to modify any games, um, they can modify them onto there or... They can even base the system in a way that they won't need to modify half the games already. They'll already be based all around the CMOS. Any any game that isn't already licensed on the Steam thing that would need to they would need to license it to be able to make it ready for the Steam OS and the Steam thing. The thing I want to know is, do you reckon they're going to hire like an in-house team to to adapt for Linux? So if they if they have like indie games and these people can't afford to do it, do you reckon they'll be like, okay, then if you want. We'll do it for you at a smaller price. Uh, that's hard to say. I, I can't imagine them doing it for the smaller games if it's not making them any money. Yeah, Maybe they, they would invest in the bigger games. Yeah, but I mean, like, I'm not talking. I'm not talking like DLC quests, like the 99p games. I'm talking the sort of like you know, you get the indie games like Fez and that sort of thing. Everybody oh, right, loves. Yeah. Everybody loves Fez. Everybody loves Limbo. That sort of thing. Do you reckon if they didn't have a, li- a Linux version? I think I'm sure they already have one for those both, but. Um, yeah, do you reckon if they didn't have a Linux version of it, they'd be like, all right, then, if you guys can't fully afford to do it, how about if we did it for a smaller price, we'll do it in-house for you, we'll publish, can, it, we'll publish it ourselves? Yeah, I can see Valve doing something like that. If I don't I know, they, they could do it for free, but I assume yeah. they'd probably just charge a little fee or something, hmm. like, like similar to how I think there might be a fee to go on Greenlight in a show, I can't remember. Yeah, I think um, so, a small one, yeah. Because they know that it's going to net them more money, yeah. It will net the developers more money. If they don't make a ton off it, they're still swimming in money because it's Valve. So it's, it's almost good that they have such a monopoly on PC gaming right now because they can afford to take risks, they can afford to support other games, and it's the kind of thing where they're not exactly... Valve never seem like they're going mental and getting really greedy with anything. They've got so much money, and yet they do quite a lot of uh, decent things for gaming and PC gaming. So I reckon they will probably be quite supportive even to smaller uh, development teams. Yeah. yeah but, so, uh, so I was say, I, I quite like the idea that because Valve has so much money, they're willing to take these risks. Because you see a lot of people these days, they're like, I don't want to do this because it might lose us money. Whereas Valve are like, yeah, just throw some money, throw a check at them and see what happens, you know? Yeah. And it, it, it's such a, don't get me wrong, it's such a bastard way of doing it. It's like, yeah, just throw money at things and make them happen. But at the end of the day, if no, if they are the only people doing this now. So we, everybody's starting to be like, oh, they're taking all these risks, you know, all these new things are coming out of there. They're not sure. Like with Greenlight. Greenlight have had games that you don't really see very often. The games like Don't Starve, I, I picked up, a friend sent that to me, and that was a really good game. You know, that was, that was quite addictive in a way, and that sort of thing. And I, I quite enjoyed that. And um, I like the fact that Steam is just like, Okay then, if you join our green light and you put this forward, if enough people say they'd play it, we'll give you the money for it. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, I don't it's even pretty see cool. it as a risk to be honest. Yeah, it doesn't seem like a risk. You know, it's it's such a big market, the indie market, and everyone's nowadays they're not they're not so into like the bigger companies. I mean, if you can get if you get an indie game and it's a good game. Everyone's going to be up for it. It doesn't have to be, you know, the GTA and um, yeah. and all that nonsense. 
I mean, I'm more than willing to pay a pound for for a decent game, even if it's an indie game, you know. Yeah, it's um we you you'll, you'll hear quite often that the the three of us not very big fans of Call of Duty, and we continue to bring it up in conversations as sort of like the AAA game that we don't want other people to follow because it's always similar to what's the rest of the last ones. Right. Yeah. And so when you get when you get these indie games that are trying something new that's so far different to like you know they're trying something that's never been tried before and think of that like you know um it just seems like if it's something new i'm willing to give it a try i'm willing to spend a little bit extra to give it a try to, absolutely to, and steam gives them that platform and i think this new os is just another platform for for that market exactly and so i, th- I think it's not a risk i think it's a it's a good move for them and especially with xbox um for some somewhat for one of their word bastardizing the uh their their online their um indie game thing they very much they, they they said they weren't going to do indie games and they said they were going to do indie games yeah. and now they're not doing indie games until some point next year so it's like they're really they're really cutting off indie developers they're really sort of chastising yeah. them I want to see how that responds now that uh, Valve are announcing all of this maybe they're just going to say actually you know what we well, they don't really have much of a choice if they don't offer the indie game market anything then they're not going to be in the indie game market exactly mm-hmm. it it seems that like um, well, Microsoft did say that after they announced the OS, they said they were watching it very closely. Because, first of all, I mean, a lot of the things they originally announced were sort of the sort of thing that Steam already does. Uh, quite a few of the things, and you know that. But at the same time, it's also they need to look what they're doing and then base their plan on what they're doing and what the PlayStation 4 is doing and what the Wii U is going to do, like what they're going to add in the future and that sort of thing. And I really think that Xbox, as much as you know, I'm a big fan of the Xbox. They they are sort of between the Xbox and the PlayStation 4, they're trying to go up and up and up in the price point, up and up in quality, and they're really sort of digging their own grave a little bit. They're going to run themselves into the ground, I think, in the end. And it's quite sad, because, I mean, there are a lot of games that I used to play when I was younger on the PlayStation, and a lot of games I still play on the Xbox, or something, and I'd like to see them carry on. But if they're going to yeah. continue to, like, just completely, like, push these things to their limit, and, you know, they're going to, like, with the new GTA, it's so powerful that some Xboxes are crashing. And that sort of thing. So it's just like, you think... When do, when do you go too far? They're going to run themselves into the ground. They've already started running the Xbox 360 into the ground with the power, mm. but then they're going to then they're going to carry on doing that, and then they're going to push up the price point for something that might have the same problems as the last one. And then, so you know, with the Steam box, if it comes in at an affordable price and it's a decent, you know, Steam aren't known for their bad quality stuff. So it's yeah, it's all going to be very interesting to see. I think um. Just the way it's shaking things up a bit by providing something between PC and consoles, but with such a well-recognised thing of Steam, it's going to be really interesting to see how all the consoles react, as you were saying. And, you know, um, we may see a point where this thing, maybe, maybe it's not the most popular thing, yeah. but some um, publishers and stuff might either sign exclusive deals with them or break off from exclusive deals with, like, say, a single console. So we might see Infamous coming to PS4 and Steambox, or, you know, how Bungie, uh, until recently, obviously, had an exclusive thing with Microsoft. Uh, Companies might seek to kind of break away from consoles and develop multi-platform, which could also extend to PC, which could really help, you know, the amount of crappy ports that PC gets sometimes when console games kind of popular and they just kind of throw it at PC without yeah. thinking yeah. about uh, refining it and stuff like that I, I I mean a lot of a lot of games these days do come out on a console and then PC I mean they're not so much recently because I think it's they're getting to the point now where they're trying not to 
but there are a lot of games that came out like go exclusively for like I mean you remember the Gears of War one and two exclusively for the Xbox and also on play on PC. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just like you know it's just the PC but it's the Xbox <laughs> version. You you're more likely to play it with an Xbox control. But at the same time, it's you know it's a PC version, so it's like they they did open up that availability every now and then, and with Portal when they did cross-platform with the uh, PlayStation version and that sort of thing. So it's not like this doesn't happen already. This is now just the point where there's now an easier platform for them to release it to. And I don't think Valve, being the company that they are, going to have a problem acquiring these these bigger games and solely for their for their OS. But okay. it's, it's across you know the the PC Steam as well as their console now. So it's not like the the developers are losing a big chunk of the market. Yeah, you know, I'm pretty sure the only place that does the only publisher that doesn't go on Steam is EA at the moment. Right. Yeah. Um, the only downside I see to the the uh, Steam machine, uh, like the their console, is the fact that they were talking about it, it being completely upgradable, etc. And I think that one of the big reasons that maybe not all but the majority of console gamers get consoles is because they know that that they can get their console and every game that is ever released on that console they'll be able to run whereas if uh, they have to start and they they never have to worry about upgrades they never have to worry about a game not running whatever now obviously when SteamOS sorry when the Steam machines come out um, with their current whatever their current specs every game will be able to be run on it but in the future they will have to start upgrading to run games, and it'll, the question will come about uh, where, like, what do I need to be able to, to run this game now? Am I still going to be able to run this game if I don't upgrade? Or, like, um, my friend has the, has just bought the more expensive Steam machine that's released in, like, the years to come, and they can run this game, but can I still run this game? And that's going to sort of, like, put a, put a hinder on them. Yeah, that kind of complex bit of the PC side of gaming, managing all that kind of thing, that is why, you know, people buy an Xbox, it's solid for seven or eight years. You know, Xbox recently said you won't see the successor for the Xbox One for about ten years at least. Yeah. So, you know, it's a bit of hardware. You buy it whenever you feel like in the cycle, and it's good for, well, supposedly good for another sort of ten years or so. People, yeah. it's kind of like a long-term investment. Or anything. It's you- just... As it is. But do you think that, like, with the Steam machine, though, they're going to have bespoke, like, things that they're going to build that maybe can run more on less, if, I mean, if you know what I'm saying? Like, they can run games, uh, maybe what looks like a better resolution. Like, upgradable hardware, you mean? Yeah, but, like, I mean, like, upgradable hardware is what they're looking at now, I believe. But from yeah, there, it's... it's just, like, a case of, um, because it's going to be a bespoke box, they're going to have bespoke parts and that sort of thing, and they're going to have, yeah, that's worrying. they're going to have, like, pro, they're going to have, like, premium versions of it and that sort of thing. And it's just, um, I have, do you reckon they're going to, do you reckon they're going to do that, or do you reckon they're going to use, like, stock? What's, what's there already? I reckon they are, because they said that they're aiming at, they're aiming at the core PC user who wants the most, con- uh, to quote, the most control possible over their hardware, and again, to quote, completely upgradable and open. So yeah. why would they why would they say that if they wasn't going to do it? Like, um, I understand I understand where they're coming from to aim it at the core PC user because right now, even when they go into console, the the, the PC uh, genre, the PC area is still where they're going to get most of their money from at the beginning, at least. Yeah. They're just competing into the console market. Um, yeah. But if you said, actually, no, we're not going to give you any upgrades, then PC gamers would be like, well, actually, I don't really... I think I'll just stick with my PC then. 
and not even bother yeah, going not, to this new I'm not, I'm not saying, like, are they going to do upgrades? I'm saying, are they going to have bespoke upgrades? Are they going to have Steam, Valve upgrades? Are they going to build the upgrades themselves, or are oh, they going to so outsource? I, I assume they are going to build them themselves. Like, they'll release, uh, you know, better RAM or a better processor that you can upgrade it with if you want and stuff yeah. like that. But I wouldn't think they'd outsource it. But would that be would that be overly expensive though? Do you reckon that would be yeah, okay? Maybe right. maybe not in the long run, but would that be? Um, so you might you might pay say two hundred and fifty pounds for the console with a controller or two, but then you've got to buy it. And every now, like every five or six years, there's going to be a new upgrade for it, like a new upgrade for the graphics or something like that. It's going to cost you hundred and 20 pounds would you rather do no, that i think they're going to keep it affordable i don't see valve going that far as to extend the uh, the hardware to that extent um then it's like just buying a whole new console at that case in, in that case sorry and i i don't see them doing that and it's, it's hard to say as well because it's still really early on and they've not said to what extent that they'll be upgrading the system and uh, you know it could simply just be you know just more more memory for um for the for the for the users with the you know the hundred plus games, yeah. Whereas it may not just affect somebody who just plays a game and deletes it and then puts another game on, you know. So it's it's hard to say, you know, until until they get specific with it. I think. Yeah, honestly, they've they've become so big with with their community. They are like the the Valve are closer to their community than Microsoft or Sony, in my yeah, opinion. By a long as, Yeah, in my opinion, at least. So. Yeah. In my eyes, why if if they did if they did something like even if they did build it themselves and they had absolutely no competition right, when it came to it, I don't think they would make it overly overly expensive for the for the pure fact that they would lose all they would lose all of the loyalty they've built over the last how long has it been going now? Like 10, 11 years. 10, yeah, at least yeah. 10 years. They would lose all of it because then all of a sudden they'd be like, the community would be like, well, actually, that's a bit of a, that's a bit of a dick move. Excuse me. Yeah. yeah. Steam, Steam and Valve are like universally known for their great games, their great Steam software, their great pricing, their great attention to community. Like that within their community, uh, compared to say Xbox and PlayStation, they probably have an equally, if not better, <laughs> sort of value to the people that use their service because let's face it now there's origin and other things and crappy you play pc always has a lot of different options for how you want to run games and the fact yeah. that millions of people choose steam shows how much they like it and yeah. they're just universally outside of their respective communities if you say oh you know which gaming company or whatever has a really good reputation people will take yeah. the mickey out of people hating on activision ea whatever but not really anyone has a bad word to say about Valve because they seem to do everything not just with their own interests. They kind of look out for the consumer. Yeah, they do seem grounded. They don't seem like too big of themselves. Like EA, I don't know. I just get that feeling that they think they're, they're you know, they're big companies. They can pay, they can charge whatever they want for their games, and their games can suck as you know as much as they do. But um, it just seems like, you know, like I said, they're a grounded company and they, they try to give their customers, you know, affordable prices. And I think they, they'll be able to see themselves that they'll be, you know, screwing their own customers over if they were to come out with this expensive hardware. And mm. I, I think they're grounded enough to know that that's not what they want to do. Yeah. So do, you, so do you reckon that because this is meant to be like a midpoint between the console and the, P, and the PC, that even would you say that the going the, to the, be budget... Upgrades as well. I can definitely see that as an yeah. option. Yeah. Yeah. 
they're not a company like EA, no. um, who EA are very everything they think about, at least over the last few years, has money been based. short term. Yeah, how can we make yeah. the mo- most money in the shortest time possible? If you want proof of that, look at all the Call of Duty games that they've. Uh, that's, released. That's Sorry, that's Activision. <laughs> look at look at um, look at all the FIFA games that they've yeah. released, yeah. and then not supported. Look at Dead all the space. Yeah. But, to well, Dead Space 3. Dead Space so, 3 was microtransactions. But in, in fairness, all the English sports, like um, FIFA 14, every time they bring out a new game, they just stop supporting the last one. Exactly with, that. But but the thing is, is with games like... Because um, they know they're going to make millions off of that. I mean, I know people who went to go buy it a day early for £65. That's ridiculous, how ridiculous it is. And, and I'm guessing EA see a vast majority of that money. They say, you can sell it earlier as long as you give us the money for it, basically. So, you know, at the end of the day, they're going to make a lot of money. With, uh, but with games like NHL and that sort of thing, don't sell so well. They support those games for three or four years. Yes, they release a new one every year. But the one I bought two years ago is still being supported now. So it still feels like... But with, I understand where you're coming from. Because, I mean, like Battlefield, they have been supporting that one for a long time. But then all suddenly they've just sort of gone, oh, by the way, cut off point. There's microtransactions now in the new one. You know, yeah. so they've, they've built a new game. The game's going to be good. But at the same time, it's going to be like, oh... You know, all these things, that if you want to go further, if you want to look better, you've got to buy all these things. Whereas a company like Valve, they, they, I can see them, like uh, Valve, Valve Me Portal 1, if I'm right. Yes. Um, yeah. And the the uh, the community market is still there. Valve still completely support Portal 1, even though Portal 2 has been out for a few years now. Yeah. Um, and I can see them supporting it for a long last time. Um, and I can see them keeping the community support for it open for, well, forever. Maybe. They yeah. haven't got a reason to close it. As long as there's a Steam, there will be a, there'll be support for all of the Valve games, I reckon. Exactly. Uh, which because is... they're openly, even if, even if they're not supporting it first party, they will keep the portal open for them to, uh, for the community, for the community like, um, the, the workshop mods. Yeah, yeah. you can, clear, you can yeah. clearly see this partnership through <laughs> Steam as well. Exactly. And it's just, I, I, I where this has become the uh, let's sing Steam praises podcast, but it just feels like you know as a they are they are basically a gaming platform done right, and so to sit there and be like oh we're we're gonna do this this and this everybody's sort of like uh, but when you think about it they've listened to what the people want and they've gone actually we might be able to do something with this you know they've actually and as soon as I said it they said that oh yeah the, the console's not gonna come out until maybe mid to late 2014 but we're gonna start beta testing it before Christmas. So yes. they're already getting ready to test it to get community feedback for, the, for then people to go, oh, you know, this was good, but this could use a bit of work. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're like, sending out free... Hundreds. Like, yeah, oh, free yeah. consoles, basically. Yeah. Obviously, yeah, you're not going to probably get to keep it forever, and it's, you know, a test version. There's going to be problems. But as far as I know, Microsoft and Sony don't send out a few hundred free consoles and stuff. Yeah, I assume they do sort of a lot of in-house testing a and a bit of consumer beta. stuff. Yeah. They send but out a few, um, not, not many. But not even public beers. They're doing very private beers. I mean, at time, I say again, at time of recording, um, there are. One second, F5. Uh, reload. There are 188,999 eligible beta candidates for the Steam hardware. So, I mean, I've, one of them is me. I'm, I'm putting my name in there because if I got it, it would be good to sort of be able to then bring forth. Are like after Christmas time, be like, oh, by the way, you know, I've had I've had a chance to test it out, and this is what I've found. You know, this is quite good. You know, yeah. and it will be easy sort of views that sort of point. Yeah. <laughs> but like, yeah, it's just it, it's one of those things where like, 
And it's not even like they ask much of you to, to be part of the, the, be a candidate. You have to join a group, have 10 friends on your thing. You have to create a public Steam community profile, which 9 out of 10 people already have, and launch and play a game using a gamepad and Steam big picture mode. Yep. Four, four that's, things. That's pretty easy. Exactly. And if you don't want to do any of that, then uh, I can understand why they wouldn't want you to touch your products. Because exactly. if you haven't done all of that already, or you aren't willing to, then it's the, the, their product isn't going to be as beneficial to you as someone who would. Exactly. I mean, I, I have all the consoles from this generation that's now, now, not the Wii U, but I have the Wii, the Xbox, and the PlayStation 3. And, you know, I, I so I, I, hold, I hold console gaming quite high regard, because there's a lot of things on it that this generation, I think, may have been pretty much the epitome of console gaming. I don't know if it can really go much higher than this, because when you've got all like, the connectivity, the community, you know, all that sort of thing. But, you know, so I, I'd like to see Steam sort of bring that sense of community, their sense of community, and bring it to a, a their to bring it to their own platform. I'm, I'm very much looking forward to them having their own platform and them having because I'm, I'm going to say I hold I hold console gaming this generation in quite high regard. So I'd like to see them maybe bring that magic <laughs> further. Yeah, um, and uh, but yeah, to answer the original question he was asking, because of all of this being so long term, because of everything that Valve do being so long-term, I can't see why they'd release some consoles and then in like a few years' time, when they have to be upgraded, charge, say, £200 because nobody else can compete with them for like some, for some like RAM or something. Because that, 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 that goes against everything that they've ever stood for. It, it's yeah. completely short-term. Yeah. What I'd imagine they'll do is possibly start with a few different versions of varying power. Yeah. And then, over time, those will drop in price, but obviously they'll release new ones... And, you know, because I assume they'll optimise it slightly, so it's not, it'd be more like console where the game will run on everything, but it will look a bit better on this version of the Steam console or things like that. And also, because they're now uh, doing their own thing, they can sort of combine the upgradability of PC and the whole console lifespan. Like, rather than having a 10 year cycle on this one Steam box, in, say, five years, they can go, right, major overhaul, like, you know. Trade in your old one, or you know, if you've got one, get a slight discount on getting the new one. And they can they can have their own cycles that don't last ten years, which will keep things a bit fresh without seeming like, oh, I just got this now. There's a new version. Yep. To be honest, I don't I don't see no reason why they can't do like a bundle where they sell you the bare bones of what you need, like the the, the RAM and everything. Like in five years' time, be like, oh, here's a here's a bundle. It's all the inner parts that you need to upgrade your PC or Steam box. But without the actual Steam box, so you can just open up the one you've got already and put the new bits in there. So it's cheaper. Yeah, they would. They would do that. If if any yeah. company would do that, it'd be Valve. Because at the end of the day, if you if if someone was to offer you either you have to buy this new console, it costs you three hundred pounds, or you can buy the innards to the new console, put it in your current console, and it made it work exactly the same, and it's only one hundred and sixty pounds. So potentially, yeah. what you're saying is, whereas. PlayStation could eventually come out with PlayStation 5, for instance. We'd still be running the original Steam box, mm-hmm. um, just upgraded. Yeah, it's the same. It's the same box. It's just you bought the innards for it at a, at yeah. a lesser price. Uh, I could see that working. I could. It could work. Uh, it's just like back to what I said before about uh, console gamers not ever having to worry about upgrades. I can see that possibly being a deterrent, and yeah. I'm really interested to see how Valve will handle that because. I know they wouldn't say something like that without having, without having a response to yeah. people who say, "Well, 
what like we 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 like knowing that we can just play our games for ten years and never having to wave up. Yeah, but like it would be like having a next generation console though. It would be like exactly like that because at the end of the day, right? Because when they bring out the new Xbox, when they got the Xbox One point five or whatever is whatever the next generation will be, then Steam will go. You know what? Here's our new console. It's to say it's three hundred and fifty pounds, but it fits in the same size as the original Steam console. So instead of doing that, just buy the new the new innards and do it yourself. So it's like getting a new generation console but spending less for it. All you have to do is put it together. And at the end of the day, DIY consoling sounds fantastic to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It does to me as well. Um, but it it won't sound fantastic to everybody. Well, the um, thing is, is what I was saying. But like, yeah. um, if they did that, let's say like right now we're just presuming say every three years it, it's possible they won't. But let's say every three years they release the bare bones package, right? Um, like you said, Xbox One said you won't see us, you won't see the extent of how powerful the Xbox One is for ten years. So in, so let's just say twelve years the next Xbox One comes out. That means there'd be four bare bones packages of Steam. It's just presuming that that. This, that all of this was right um, and then people are going to say well I can keep my Xbox One for or my PS4 for twelve for 10 to 12 years um, without having to worry why am I going to have to upgrade my Steam box four times in that time yeah the justification could counter with the fact that I know a, lot, a while ago when they started talking about making their own console they were saying upgrading they will make it so simple that you know you just slide something out put the new part in and put it back so I don't think it will deter people too much from putting it together. And the other thing as well is the games will be cheaper. If you're saving a tenner every game and you buy a lot of games, that could, you know, that potential money point. you save could, especially, like, not including sales, just on launch price. If you save a tenner and you buy, say, ten games at launch over a few months or something, that's a hundred quid. And then if an upgrade is, you know, a couple of hundred quid, all the money you save on that, you know, you could kind of justify that saying, well, I'm saving money on the games. Oh, I can kind of afford the upgrade. That's There's exactly... a good chance that the upgrades are like far between one another. I don't see them bringing out a new upgrade every six months. You know, it, no. it could be years, years in between one, you know, one another. Like, like Wayne said, you said three years. Who knows? It could be, you know, even extended period of time. Consoles, you know, even if it's a, a Steam console, potentially they, they can last for a long time before they even need any sort of upgrading. So potentially you could you could be even looking at five to six years before you even require any sort of upgrades. Yeah, um, my basis was on the presumption before that we we're speaking about, but you are completely right. Yeah. yeah. Um, and Tom, you're right too. Like in the in the sense that games are cheaper. That that was my that was the thought that I was thinking of when Valve was counter that. It's what I counter console gamers with when they come at me and say, "Well, you have to upgrade your PC." I'm like, "Yeah, well, I have over a hundred games on my Steam and." Uh, they're, like any that I bought on release were definitely at least ten pounds cheaper than what you paid for yours. Yeah. So I can afford my upgrades. Um, that's not necessarily true, because I paid thirty pounds to Saints Row the Saints Row Four on Xbox, and it still it was forty quid when it came out on Steam. Um, I, I'm on about like well, any game that I've bought, I haven't bought yeah. Saints Row Four, and any game that I've bought new, I've I've normally bought it cheap on Steam because yeah. back before I was pure PC gaming. Um, I would look to see which was cheaper, the uh, console version or the, or the PC version. And any game that I bought outright was cheaper on the PC. Yeah, majority was it's cheaper on Steam the majority of the time. Yeah, yeah. And if not, if not you have like games. Green Man Gaming, good old games, Get Games, all these yeah. good providers now that can sometimes be cheaper than Steam, but they're still PC based. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, when they released their console version, um, 
it's definitely going to compete with Sony. Well, I say definitely. It's very, very likely going to be competing with uh, Sony and Microsoft unless it completely fails. So to respond to that, um, to respond to that competition, I can only imagine that Steam and Sony, sorry, Microsoft and Sony would start making their games a bit cheaper too because they wouldn't have much of a choice. That, so that all would of a sudden, be great. Because All of a sudden, they lose their... Like, while it's amazing that the competition is never a bad thing for the consumer. There's yeah. there's never been a time that I can think of. But if um, if Sony and Microsoft start matching the prices of, uh, of Valve, all of a sudden, it's going to start becoming more expensive to own a Steam machine again because you'd have to upgrade. If you did have to upgrade, that is. Like, no one's actually said you would have to upgrade yet. It's just upgradable. Um, so, like, there's always the counter-argument against them as well. And I'm not saying this is a bad thing. I'm just posing the counter-argument to the Steam machine. Yeah. yeah. It's a, it's a, a lot of debate. I mean, everything we said pretty much now is just pure speculation on what could happen. Yeah. You know, it's just discussing. It's, it's basic, what we're doing is basically guessing what Steam and Valve, the Steambox and Valve are going to do. Um, based on what they've done in the past. So, at the end of the day, like, we just have to sit, we'll sit tight. I mean, we'll find out in a few months' time. We'll get more information around Christmas time, probably. Yeah, we won't get anything solid until well after they've uh, done their testing, because, as we were saying, they they want to know from the community first and foremost. So, yeah. once they've got that testing in, they will change something. Then I think they will start revealing. I mean, obviously, people will probably do some videos and some walkthroughs of what's going on with it if they receive a like testing copy yeah. or a testing kit or whatever, much like they do with the um, Oculus Rift. Like If somebody yeah. receives one, they will do a video about it because not many people get them. But yeah. um, I think, yeah, they, they won't release anything too solid officially until after hearing what people think and what changes they need to make. Yeah. I honestly think we will hear multiple things... Um, com- and some things that completely contradict things that have been previously said purely because they'll say something um, then the community will say actually we don't like that too much and then they'll say okay fine if you like it this way better that's how you'll have it yeah. because that's exactly what they do they'll, they'll probably update and try new things all the time they'll be like oh you, you Steambox testers you'll now get this what do you think of this and everybody will be like nah it's alright but we don't like it very much and I'll be like okay then alright we'll take it out and we'll work, we'll work with that we'll see what we can do they're not, yeah. they're, they're not just going to sit back and be like this is what you've got like with, with yeah. Xbox and PlayStation, they've obviously done in-house testing and they've gone, yeah, this is what everybody wants. Steam are going to go, we think this is what people want. You guys test this. You know, they're not going to... And can, if it is an upgradable system, an upgradable console, they can give you the options as well, whereas, like you said, the uh, standard console, you don't have the option, you get what you're given. If yeah. it's an upgradable console, you, pot- you could potentially get the option of, of one way or the other, you know, depending on what it is you like. Yeah, as, as I say, it's all, it's all gonna, it's all come back to like the apps idea. People can develop yeah. apps, they can develop new things for it. So, and it's um, brilliant as yeah. well. As, um, as usual, Valve will end up giving a bunch of people from the community that happen to make something good jobs, which is what happened with like Half Life, Portal, um, Left 4 Dead, Counter Strike. You know, Valve have a, a great history of, oh, you made that thing pretty cool. Why don't yeah. you come and work for us and take your whole dev team with you because we love what you make. So and, yeah. they're sort of made by the community for the community. Yeah. That, it's, go ahead. Yes. Yeah, I was say it's gonna. It all seems like. Um, I was say I, I don't. I don't. 
I, I think this, the Valve are going to do a, the Steam box based on what the community wants. They're going to try different things. They're not really going to... They, they, if people don't like it, then they're going to say, all right, if you don't like this bit, then you can take it out. No problem. Don't worry about it. We'll take it out, or yeah, someone else can take it out. No problem. There's no issue there. It's when they... It's when, like, other places decide to go, hmm, we think you want this. We think you need this, so we're going to put it in. You have no choice about it. Yeah, yeah. I can see them doing that. You know, like, for example... You know, the consoles now, they're, they're doing like an online-only version, right? The, the, the yeah. newer generation console. Yeah. I can see them giving you the option, you know, with these upgradable systems to, to potentially have an online, only on, online, or, or the other option to not have to, to go that way and, you know, have, have the offline, offline mode. I think, I think with Steam, it's like, the Steam has an offline mode. I mean, there, I don't, yeah. I don't see them, I don't see them going too far away with that. I think they're also going to keep the online offline mode. It would, just, it would just be like the Xbox 360 is now. If you're online, you'll get many more features. Yeah, exactly. And you so, can choose to do either. I can see them absolutely doing that. You know. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm very, I'm very looking forward to. If I mean, if by some crazy chance I might get chosen to test it, then I'll be more than willing to talk about any questions that people might have. You know, and yeah. then obviously within within reason, there's going to be things that they don't want us to talk about. But yeah. You know, I'm I'm more than willing to like. You know, if someone goes to me. What what's this? I think the biggest question I'm going to get is probably something to do with the controller. I mean, the controller. Yeah. And the, con- the controller is an interesting looking controller. It is. It is, and if if anything, Valve are known for their innovation, and this could be an interesting mix. And uh, you know, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm more willing to sort of answer questions about that because from from the people who have already had hands-on time with it, they've. Valve did like closed days where people come into the thing and be like, oh, by the way, we want to test, want you to test this and hand them a controller, and it's this, this, this contraption that I can only suggest is is either the best thing ever or the worst thing ever. Yeah, it's like it looks a bit like a, a DS or a Vita had sex with an Xbox controller. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and then uh, dyed its hair and everything black, and that that is the Xbox controller. And also, they threw in some speakers. They did sort yeah. of try and base it around other controllers and, and, and comfort and stuff. They just went in a different direction to what other people have, in a sense. They were, they were saying that there are only four buttons on the control that you need to remove your thumbs from the trackpads. Yep. Which is interesting. I think that's quite a good idea. Um, and I like that it's trackpads and not like the analog um, analog stick, yeah. which will you know tends to wear down over time. Yeah. Yeah. And they they said that they're also going to make the trackpads. They were looking into making them like speakers. Yeah, they're, they're, <laughs> they might make them clickable as well. So yeah. it it doubles as a trackpad and the the sort of X Y A V buttons or yeah. X triangle circle square, you know. Yeah. And also, I'm assuming there'll be you know people panicked a bit because they heard the word trackpad, they thought laptop trackpad. I hate using those for gaming. Yeah. Whereas it's essentially going to be a more accurate analog stick because hmm. if you think about it a lot of people that um, do mobile gaming they're essentially using part of their screen as a trackpad track yeah. as a virtual analog stick so why can it not work on a natural controller it would be it would be very precise assuming they tune it up properly and everything yeah and it would be kind of like using a mouse but without the keyboard the keyboard just... is on the rest of the controller Honestly, when they said uh, upgradable or customizable or open, 
about the sim machine. I, I, I think they were, I think they meant the entire thing. So as much as you might not be able to upgrade your control, I think they'll have different versions of the control available to buy. So if you don't want your, if, if you want your trackpads, uh, if you want your trackpads clickable, there'll be a version where it's clickable. That's, that's going a bit out there, but I think that if, if, if like enough people, if, if that's what this community wanted, mm. that's what they would do. That's what yeah. they'll get. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's very, very interesting. I mean, there's a lot of different theories on it. Uh, they, they've obviously got the screen on the front of it, and they're also playing with the idea of making the screen clickable. Yeah. So you're going to have the touch screen, and it's going to be clickable. And they're also saying that the touch screen is going to be moddable, so you can have whatever you want on the touch screen. I'd like to see like an Xbox Smart Glass sort of thing with that, where you control the mouse with the touch screen. So even when you're like going to choose a game, you have the thing as a mouse trackpad. Yeah, there's so much that they can do with this, and they know that there is, um, it, and they're going to test everything out before. It, it, it looks like the craziest piece of shit in the world. It, uh, aesthetically, right now, it doesn't look like the prettiest thing in the world. But at the end of the day, they've built it for practicality, and they'll build the, the, the if they want aesthetics, they'll build that near the end. Yeah, it and kind of it looks it, like a face. Yeah, it does. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I, I see that now. I can see that. Yeah. <laughs> A lot of people have been photoshopping onto the front of Darth Vader. Oh, that's great. <laughs> yeah, I think that's one of the funniest things. Literally, within 24 hours of them announcing it, Kotaku had an entire uh, uh, a, a thing about photoshops with the steam pad, and it was mm. one of the funniest fucking things in the world. But, I mean, aesthetically, I mean, I don't think it's going to look that different it, from, from the point that we see it now, because it looks like... It looks it, unique. It, it looks like... It, going to do what it's meant to do. Yeah. Even if I don't get the Steam console, part of me thinks I'm going to go out and buy the controller just because, first of all, it's like I want to try it out. And second of all, it's like you've, you've, it's something you've never seen before and it's the first of something that looks quite innovative. I've always, I've always been quite interested by innovation and I've always wanted to have innovation in my hands. and I've always, that, that looks like it could be the start of something new. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. If, if, in, if implemented well, it looks like it could be the start of something new. So guys, we we almost forgot. They made three announcements. This year ends in a three. Half Life Three confirmed. I know, Next right? Announcement Half Life Three. <laughs> <laughs> that I, I, you know what? I'm going to put this out there right now. My prediction: launch game for the Steam Box, right? Left 4 Dead Three, Half Life Three, Gary's Mod Two, Portal Three, Liverpool now. <laughs> Liverpool now. <laughs> um, for Liverpool. Yeah. I'm I'm on. I I I was thinking about Half Life Three as well, but. Could be just simply because the community have wanted it ever since Half Life Two was out. Well, it's because they but, announced it was in production since before the episode before Episode Two was released. So it's like a case of yeah, it's being made, but we're just not going to fucking give it to you. But like, <laughs> I think it'd be too obvious. I think Half Life Three is is too obvious an announcement. Maybe it'll be part of their announcement, and it'll just be a list of games. But even then, I think that I think it's going to be something different, something that nobody's been. Uh, been speculating, but didn't yeah. but didn't um, Half Life Two come with the Source Engine? Didn't it? Didn't Half Life Two come? Yeah. It came out with the Source Engine. Yeah. So I, I thought originally for a long time I thought when the sort of Source Two or whatever equivalent comes out, the next full Source Engine rather than a modded version, when that comes yeah. out, that's probably when they'll release the threes. But now they're yeah. doing this. I'm wondering, you know, if we will see a direct Source Engine Two or whether they're gonna kind of focus on this a lot more because I, I reckon this is going to be the launch platform for Source 2 it could be yeah I reckon they're going to release this with Source 2 as like with Source on SteamOS on SteamOS I reckon this yeah. is going to be the quintessential Valve 
thing. It's going to be when they when they go to release it. If if half of the population of PC gamers is not salivating at the idea of what they're coming out with, they're not doing something right. <laughs> it's simple. That's exactly what I think is going to happen. It's a little disgusting, but it's true. I'm definitely going to be installing SteamOS as well. Um, I love the fact that it's not just they're not limiting it just to their Steam machine. Yeah, that it's going to be it's going to be available for dual boots and everything. It's going to be completely free. It's, it's what I like is the fact that it's the fact that they announced the three things separately means that they're all linked together, but they're all also separate entities. Yeah, yeah. and so, so far they have been. Exactly, and that sounds fantastic. Like SteamOS, yeah, that's going to go into the Steam machine, but SteamOS is also separate to the Steam machine. And with the controller, yeah, it's going to be with the Steam machine, but it's separate. You can buy it for your PC if you want. It's a wired USB controller. They're going to release wireless ones in the future. When they, yeah. when, they, when they get around to it, they're going to announce them, but, they, but you know, for now it's a wired controller. So it plugs into a PC like it would any other console. And it's just, it, I just like the way that as much as they're all the kind of the connotations are that the three of them are being released together, they're separate entities. Yeah, and Steam is giving a lot of choice. Exactly, to consumers and where they they usually would be none. That sound that to me that's that's just, what they're that's perfect. That's perfect yeah. to me. I am interested to see if they will still let gaming on the uh, Steam machine be done through keyboard and mouse because I know that a lot of gamers, including myself, prefer using a keyboard and mouse. I don't see, the I don't see why they would. So many buttons. I don't see why they wouldn't. They they wouldn't. Uh, I don't. I don't think they'd stop it entirely. But as they're aiming at the console uh, market, which is more used to controllers, I think they will sort of give preference to everything. Yeah. Like all, all the yeah. launch games are going to be essentially PC games anyway. Yeah. Because they're taking them from their Steam library, so they will all support um, keyboard and mouse. And they they're saying the controller is going to trick things, and the OS will trick things. Really old games with no controller support into thinking it's a keyboard and mouse. So I'd assume that you can go, oh, there's an actual keyboard and mouse, and the game will go, yeah, that's fine. That's, that's I, what was meant to happen. I think, to be honest, is what's going to happen. Instead of tricking the game, into the, it's saying it's going to trick the game, but what it's actually going to do is the, co- the controller's going to have like a memory chip in it in some way, and that when old games are booted up, it will load up the control point for um, that game onto the control, and it will map it to the control, in a yeah. way. So then, it, even, so you might be able to get it to come up on your screen with what the how the mapping's been done. Yeah, I'd imagine there's going to be different, like, customizable bindings because of their PC roots. Because on PC, in, you know, 99.9% of games, you can customize every control. You can, you can set, you know, your fire button as left arrow if you fucking want. It's yeah, stupid, exactly. but you could do it. You could do whatever and you want. Yeah, yeah that, you know, some games on console have a few control schemes, like, for if you're left-handed or whatever, crap yeah. like that. And they, they don't have quite as much option with that. So I think Steam, can, can do a lot more just with simply like, oh, it's kind of like console, but you can change the controls and you can do a couple of different things. Actually, that, yeah. that, that reminds me of where you said something, like we said um, left-handers. They've made the control entirely symmetrical. Exactly what I was just going to say. I say yeah. so, you, so you can map it so it's literally just the mirror opposite. So then if you're left-handed, it will play to your strengths still. Yeah. Which I like. They've put so it's much good. thought and work into this. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm actually really happy with everything. I don't know if, I, if I'd get the same... Uh, machine the Steam console myself purely for the fact that I don't see how it benefit me personally. The controller I'm definitely getting either way. Yeah, but yeah, the controller I'm definitely getting, and I'm so happy with what they've announced because if nothing else, with like with all those haters out there that are hating on this entire idea because they're console gamers or because they just don't understand or don't want to understand, yeah. for them 
it still benefits them in the sense that now Sony and Microsoft have no choice but to compete with them. Yeah, they, have, they have to step up, otherwise they're so not going to do it. They can't. Even them, even, even those haters that are hating on Valve right now are still benefiting from from Valve's uh, announcements. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. It's going to be, that's the thing is that I've noticed it with the PlayStation and Xbox announcements. A lot of people just want to hate for the sake of hating. And they're going to do the same with the Steam console. PlayStation and Xbox things are going to be like, you know, these consoles are going to stay at the top of their game. Nobody's going to beat these people. But at the end of the day, you have to look at it in the way that, first of all, to stay at the top of their game, these consoles are going to have to step up big time. Second of all, Steam already have an established fan base that are going to carry over to the thing. Yes, fair enough, PC sales and PC game sales are down on games console sales. But at the same time, if these guys were to go into a console, there'd be a lot more people perking up their ears about it, you know? So exactly. There's a lot of things that, that we can we can sit there and... As much, you can hate as much as you want. You have to look at it and you... To be honest, I have a feeling that Microsoft and Sony are probably looking at this and they're scared of what might come to them because at the end of the day, Steam is an established PC platform. They know what PC gamers want. They know what... You know, they, they can... They also release games onto a console. You know, they've released versions of people... Love. People still love. They've got Portal on the play, Xbox and everybody loves it. You know, that sort of thing. So it's just a case of, you know, they've, they've got their foot in both areas, but now they're trying to balance themselves in the middle of it as opposed to being more on the PC side of things. Yeah, yeah. they're definitely shitting themselves because they know that, the like, another reason that a lot of people um, don't even give uh, PC gaming a look in is because... Like back in the day, you'd have to spend like maybe a thousand pounds on a PC for it to be worthwhile as far as gaming went. But yeah. when they release, let's say, a two hundred and fifty pound Steam console, um, all of a sudden it's affordable. Yeah, exactly. yeah. I don't think they're going to be competing with the console as much as everyone thinks as well. I just see them as a hybrid to a, like you mentioned before, a hybrid to a PC and a console, um, as opposed to just the console. And yeah, go ahead. I don't think it. I don't think it's gonna. I don't think they're naturally going to be. I don't think they're purposely sorry going to be competing, but it's going to be natural yeah. competition. Yeah, yeah. The, the the natural competition will be good. They don't need to compete at the end of the day. The amount they rake in from their in-house games, their Steam client, and then the amount they will inevitably make because people are going to buy this. Yeah. Um. You know, they don't need to worry about competing. They can just, you know, it goes back to the having so much money thing. They they're obviously taking care with this. They're not just throwing money at it, but they're free to do what they want, and they're going to use that freedom to, you know, be as innovative and, you know, give as much back to the community as they can because that's yeah. just what they do, basically. They have, such they, an use... yeah. they have, like, such an established, almost perfect track record with everything they do that, you know, that sure, there will be hate, like there was a, a lot of anger when PS4 and Xbox One were announced, but at the same time, there's probably not going to be as much of a backlash. And the other two companies or three companies, if we include Nintendo, which I tend not to, are going to be just like, oh crap! They're they're going to be sitting there waiting on the edge of their seat like the rest of us for very different reasons. But uh, they're going to be, I think they're going to be pretty scared, even though. Valve don't intend it that way. I mean, we are looking at all the, the positives. We're looking at the idea that Valve and Agony are. We could, we, we could look at the complete opposite and say that, I mean, look at Sony's foray into, uh, into, uh, portable gaming. Fair enough, the consoles have been good, but they haven't sold very well at all. 
But yeah. both, both of them didn't do very well. And the fact that, you know, the Nintendo are still outselling them considering, for want of a better term, Nintendo's entire console line is pretty much riding on the DS at the moment, you know? Yeah. So, you know, we, we're looking at Steam going into from PC to console. There's, there's like this, this god, this godlike thing. This could happen. But at the end of the day, people may just look at it and be like, eh. Yeah, it comes back to the, is there really a demand for this? It's great. It's happening, but. There's that against the fact of, well, maybe some people will get it, but maybe it'll just be fanboys buying it because it's not necessary. And, you know, people feel that there's console and there's PC and they're going to stick to one or the other. It really depends on whether they get into the new market or not. Like, if they get into the console market, then this can only be some form of improvement. Um, I think it's because I have so much faith in Valve. Um, Maybe that's, maybe, maybe I'm biased. I don't think I'm biased, but maybe I am. Um, and I have more faith in them than I have in like Microsoft right now because Microsoft has made a lot of choices that I disagree with, with with everything that they they're doing. Um, and I don't really like Sony are just sort of like this all about a company that do basically everything. Like you can you can buy like a, I'm pretty sure you could probably buy a Sony Hoover somewhere. Um, <laughs> so like, uh, but Valve all they do is gaming. All they know is gaming, and I can I can I can only see it going somewhat well in some way. Um, yeah. I've spoken about the negatives yeah. that I can see happening. Yeah. Even yeah. if they don't branch out to the other console um, consumers, and even if they only get the uh, the original the, the the original fans from from you know from the PC, it's still going to be a success. They don't have to branch out and try to grab hold of those um, console fans. You yeah. know, they're such a huge huge user base that it is. If they can just rely on those guys, uh, that's going to be more than enough for them. I think. Yeah. yeah. And I know that game developers are going to love the idea of a of a Steam OS, well, because they have said that they love the idea of a Steam OS. They yeah. love the idea that they're only going to have to worry about a certain operating system that isn't ever cha- forever changing how it how it goes, mm. because yeah. it's going to make it's it's like making a game for ten resolutions is harder than making a game for one resolution. Yeah, exactly. It's the same. It's the same idea behind it. Mm. Well, so what does that mean? It's easier as well for those indie makers. How I mean, how easy is it, is it now to, to for the indie makers to to break into console? I mean, yep. what the PC is one thing, but with this with this new console, they'll be able to break into the console as indie makers. You know, as as uh, indie, yeah. And um, I think that could really work. Well. I, I think Valve are definitely going to corner the indie market alone um, with this console. Uh, and we're going to see like a lot of gems just uh, popping up from from the indie indie market. Yeah, yeah. That's a, that's, a, that's a, I, I quite enjoy that. Like the idea that this is like this has sparked quite a good debate. I'm quite I'm quite enjoying this. But I mean, we're getting quite close to the end of time. But I want to sort of end with the idea of: Do you think that because they're releasing the Steam OS and the Steam Box and everything, that they're going to take games like Half Life Three away from? Uh, Xbox and PlayStation, are they going to take Left 4 Dead away from the Xbox? Nah. Do you reckon it's going to continue to come out on the other consoles? Or because I of- think they will. They they could do like early release, like how some games have the 30 day uh, um, release window for a certain console. I think they'd probably do that, or they'd have more features because you know, like TF2 and such on Xbox didn't get much support. It just got no. the, the basic game. So yeah. I think what they'll do. They they don't seem like they'd be dicks and not give everybody a fair shot at playing their game because they want more exposure, more money, they want more people having fun with their stuff. But at the same time, I think they will definitely favour their own um, 
sort of domains in some way, like the they, PC and Bart. They have. They will then. They will now have their own platform exclusivity. I think, yeah. which is fantastic. You know, it would be one of those things. I can yeah. see them not taking away games that are already out. No, they um, like Half-Life and Portal. I mean, like, the series. Like, right. Let's say they made a Half-Life 3, a Portal 3, whatever. I can't see them saying, actually, no, these games aren't going to be available on your consoles because we now have our own operating system. I can see them doing early release on their own operating system, say, a month or so, mm. maybe even a couple of months. But what I can see them possibly doing, if they do decide they want some exclusivity with their gaming is maybe future games that they make, they might make a couple of uh, of games that are st- uh, that are Steam OS exclusive. Yeah, yeah they, they they could launch a new IP equivalent to Half Life or Left 4 Dead, developed in house, and then you know it won't if it's available at all for anything else, it won't be available for another couple of years when everybody that has a Steam box or PC has played the entire you know trilogy or whatever they decide to release. Well, it's like yeah. the Orange Box, so they just got after a little while they just release five games on one disc. Yeah, I guess it, all, it depends on how long it takes them to actually start um, uh, actually trying to compete, because um, exclusivity would only benefit them if they were competing. Yeah, I have no, I have no problem with exclusivity uh, because considering it's Steam, chances are it's just going to be on PC anyway, so you're going to have the option to have it either on the console or on the PC. Um, so, to me, it's not a big deal, because I rely on my PC anyway, so I'm not yeah, using for, it. Yeah, for Steam users, for for people that are already using Steam, it isn't a big deal. Yeah. Um, for people that aren't, it would, it would possibly gain more more custom. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I can totally see them pushing, like, I don't know, Left 4 Dead 3 or something crazy like that on, on, on Steam OS. Yeah. I would love that, by the way. <laughs> well, I mean, you've got to look at the way they do Left 4 Dead 2 on the PC. It's different to one on the Xbox, because they have all of the campaigns from the last one on there as well, and all the yeah. updates are free. Um, yeah. So Yeah, that's exactly what they would do on SteamOS as well, like um, because it's it's their own platform. Yeah. Offer you the free understand. updates as well as possibly like all the mods that, you know, if you go onto Steam now, you'll get thousands of mods for like tons, hundreds of different games. Yeah. And yeah. you could potentially have that same uh, same thing on the, on the console, which is great. Yeah. You know, yeah, you can I'm... make the, the, the same game so diverse from another console, which is, you know, Left 4 Dead 3 will play completely different on this uh, OS, uh, Steam OS, as opposed to on a, on a PlayStation, you know? Yeah, to, Just to because you have with, the mods. Yeah, to stick with Left 4 Dead for a second as well. They won't, because they're uh, releasing, say, DLC for games on their own platform, there's going to be reduced cost on that as well. I mean, Left 4 Dead, you had to pay on the Xbox uh, for all the DLC. PC, completely free. New campaigns, yeah. all the old campaigns from the original game, that kind of thing, was all completely free because they're doing it on their own platform for their own in-house developed games. So yeah. uh, the Steam OS could potentially have, you know, they don't have to pay to release their stuff through Microsoft. So there'd be a lot more free or cheaper DLC and stuff like that. There's definitely that potential, definitely, and that sounds amazing. Yeah, Yeah. I want to finish by saying I'm definitely excited about all of this. (laughs) If nothing else, I am, like, (laughs) mega excited about uh, what Valve are doing here. Well, like, I guess on that note, we'll be wrapping up then, won't we? I guess so, yeah. (laughs) Anything you want to close on, guys, apart from Wayne, who's already closed? (laughs) Wayne Wayne can no longer speak, by the way. Fuck you, Wayne. (laughs) Left 4 Dead 3 winning. Left 4 Dead 3 winning. Yeah. 
Um, I just, you know, it's to me this this whole Valve announcement thing is it's going to shake things up a bit, and it's almost, you know, at least on par with the announcement of the new consoles and all the details. You know, I think there will be an equal amount of people waiting with bated breath to see what happens next, and I'm I'm looking forward to it all definitely. Some will say I'm this more pres- worried, and I don't think they are either. So I'd, I'd say this Christmas people will be waiting with bated breath. And screw uh, you, I'm rebelling. No, wait. Oh, I'm cutting <laughs> you out. <laughs> Why would you do that? God damn it. <laughs> All right, guys, well, on that note, I think we should give it an end. Um, thanks for sticking with us, Julius. Thanks, thanks for sticking through our, our anonymous ramblings. Um, we hope to see you next time. And uh, again, Can I say thank you? I say we're welcome to Mass. And <laughs> go ahead. I can say thank you now, right? Yeah, yeah it's, it's okay if you say thank you now. Thanks, guys. Okay, cool. We've got, we've got <laughs> yeah. 20 seconds there before we get started. And uh, if you subscribe, Mass will send you some free pasta. Yep. <laughs> Definitely will. Pasta incoming. Yes. And just, to let, just quickly, to let you guys know, sorry the thing didn't go up on YouTube last week. It'll be going up with this one on YouTube. Um, thank you very much, and good night. Good it. night. Good night.